Let us pray. Our times are in your hand, O Lord. Rescue us from the hand of our enemies and from those who persecute us, from illness and dis-ease. Make your face to shine upon your servants and in your loving kindness save us. Amen. My friends, on this holy day, Palm Sunday, the beginning of Holy Week, we remember that we live in a sweeping, grand story. The greatest story there is, God's story. To be a Christian is to know that we are living in and participating in a world created by God, who acts in this world, creating new things, giving life, forgiving and healing the brokenness which is all around, even conquering death. Our story is a story of salvation. To be a Christian is to know that we join with those people we remember today. We are with them in the middle of the story. In other years, not this year, but in other years, we process into the church waving our palms and singing really loud, all glory, laud, and honor, like those people who waved their palms as Jesus entered Jerusalem. And like them, sadly, yes, like them, we also raise our fists with shouts of crucify him or other hateful things when our fears narrow our vision. Trembling with fear when the ground beneath our feet shakes, we feel abandoned and alone, our prayers unanswered. We are in the middle of this story today. God's people, God's people, loving and fearful, hopeful and grieving. The good news today is that the story is not over for those people in Jerusalem, who we just encountered in our readings, and the story is not over for us. Hosanna, the people cried as Jesus rode into Jerusalem that day. Hosanna in the highest heaven. Hosanna. It's a Greek word. I get to do a word study. A Greek word that derives from two very primitive Hebrew words. Yasha, which means to save to deliver, and na, a tiny little particle world meaning we pray or now. So yashana, hosanna, save us we pray, deliver us now. Their shouts of hosanna, yashana, suggest that those in Jerusalem that day likely understood themselves to be living in the grand sweep of God's saving story. Save us. Save us, we pray. Deliver us. Echoes the countless times that God indeed saved and delivered the Israelites. In Exodus, God saved Israel that day from the hands of the Egyptians. In Deuteronomy, happy are you, O Israel, who is like you, a people saved by the Lord. In 2 Samuel, 
By the hand of my servant David, I will save my people Israel from the hand of the Philistines and from the hand of all their enemies. In Psalm 118, Hosanna, Lord, Hosanna. So over all the years of God's people, Hosanna became a shout of praise to God as well as a plea. So those people waving their palms that day, shouting Hosanna as their ancestors had for centuries, Yashana. They celebrate the one they hope is the Messiah as they long for deliverance from the narrow oppression of the Roman Empire. We could hear their cries as ironic, but also familiar. They welcome Jesus to Jerusalem and herald him as a king, the one they hope will save them from the earthly power of Rome. And how quickly their hopes are dashed. How quickly their faith in him abandoned. The king of the Jews is betrayed, mocked, tortured, and killed. Their shouts of Hosanna turn quickly to shouts of let him be crucified. And then to stunned silence when he dies. Surely this man was God's son, the centurion whispers in awe and wonder. What is God doing? What have we done? My friends, this year in Holy Week, we are starkly reminded once again that we are in the middle of the story. The salvation at the end has not come yet. Our brokenness as human creatures is on display. The ways of nature and viruses and illnesses which know no borders, have brought pretty much the whole world to its knees. That stark truth that we, at the end of the day, are basically powerless. God is in charge. God is in charge. For some of us, maybe it means we abandon our faith when what we see looks so bleak. But for many of us, What I'm seeing is that we are relying on our faith and trusting in one another and trusting in God and reaching out to one another. So those little hints of resurrection and hope allow us to continue to cry, Hosanna, glory to God, Hosanna, save us. So this week, this week, this holy week, I invite you to keep your eyes on the cross, like this one, or think about the one in the chapel if you're an 8 o'clock regular, or the one hanging over our beautiful altar in the big church. Keep your eyes and your mind on that cross. And imagine our Lord hanging there. This is an actual crucifix, so you see him. Because this, my friends, this is the truth. God's saving power never ends. Jesus doesn't think that we're better than we are. He lived here among us. He knows our foibles and our fears, our sins, and he shares shares in our pain and our suffering. And then through his death, the most unlikely way in our way of thinking, 
the unimaginable sacrifice of his life, God works yet again to yasha, to save us. We live in the middle of this story of salvation, a story from before time, which will end when Christ comes again in glory and all will be reconciled to God. The kingdom will have arrived in full. But this week, this week, when we keep our eyes on the cross, on that wondrous sign of God's unfailing, saving love and truth, we're doing our part to remember and to hope for the kingdom. When you pick up the phone and call a neighbor or call a loved one or call somebody you know is alone, you're planting those kingdom seeds. You're helping with God's mission in the world to save all of us. So my friends, have faith. Have faith, even in these times of pandemic and fear. Have faith that there is more to the story, more to this story that we're living in right now, more to your story as God's beloved child. And look for flickers of light and glimmers of hope, even in the midst of the darkness and the pain, the death and the despair. Hosanna, Yashana, we can plead with confidence and praise. Save us, deliver us, for he has and will and ever shall be our Redeemer. Hosanna in the highest. Amen.